Welcome to the Church Leadership Podcast, your weekly source for encouraging and equipping local church leaders with your hosts, Mark Ganey and Andy Frazier. In each episode, Andy and Mark sit down with church leaders that you should know. We believe these honest conversations will be helpful and encouraging to you as you lead the local church. Here is this week's episode. Welcome to episode number 80 of the Church Leadership Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Mark Ganey. And I'm Andy Frazier. We're so glad you have joined us for this episode. If you are new to our podcast, we want to welcome you aboard. And uh, we encourage you to go and subscribe right now. We don't want to miss a single episode. You can subscribe right here on YouTube. If you're watching it, you can subscribe to your favorite podcast listening app if you're listening to the podcast. And uh, that way you'll get notification every time a new episode airs. We ask that you also rate our podcast. It kind of helps get the word out about the podcast. And you can do that Really easily, go to ratethispodcast.com slash CLP. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Insight Ministries. Insight is offering a first ever eight-week cohort called Developing a Disciple-Making Pathway. If you're a church leader or a pastor and you're looking for ways to build a disciple-making movement in your church, this is the cohort for you. It's an eight-week-long cohort that starts September 30th, and I want to encourage you to go register now because space is limited. It's being kept small on purpose, uh, and so relationships will be built over that eight-week period. You can go register right now at insightministries.org forward slash pathway. If you're listening, that is I-N-C-I-T-E, insightministries.org forward slash pathway. And now for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. Uh, since we've begun this 80 episodes ago, it's hard to believe, that is 80 hard episodes, to believe. Uh, every five episodes, Mark and I uh, have a special guest. And it's not as special as maybe some of you would like for it to be, but we've been called special. We've before. been called special yeah. many times. Yes, so, it's us. So it's special that we get to spend time together on the podcast. And <clears throat> we're going to talk about today something that's just practical and simple. We hope that is helpful to you. Um, uh, we just want to bring some practical insights, some some simple things that you can do as a church leader, as a church member, just as a Christian in your neighborhood, in your church, in your community, uh, some practical things that's going to make a difference right now. Make a difference in somebody's life, make a difference in your church, make a difference in the community. That's exactly right. You think about everything that's going on around us, sometimes you feel like you're drowning. And uh, you, you know, Coast Guard people, if they found somebody drowning, they put that hook in the water and they grab onto that hook. And that's kind of what we want to provide. We want to provide some things you can just hang on to, you can put into practice that make a difference. Very practical things. Yeah, right now we're hearing enough of uh, bad news. That's you right. know, uh, we don't want you to be discouraged. We want you to be challenged and motivated to keep going. Uh, we don't want you to just react and, and wait until something happens. This is a way to be intentional and proactive uh, in your church and your community. And we know these are some things that all of us can do. This is not limited to a small church or right. a large church or a big budget or this many people. These are just some practical things that we feel like will help us right now. That's right. And we've kind of experienced some of this. And so these are things that we've tried, we've done. And uh, we believe you can do put into practice. So I'm just going to start with a very practical idea. Um, we would encourage you, if you're a pastor or a staff member or a church leader, we'd encourage you to give your people permission to reach their own neighborhoods. You know, everything has been localized during this time, and I think local is even 
more important than ever. And by local, I mean not just local town, but local neighborhoods. Uh-huh. That's where we're going to make an impact. And so just some small ideas and, and some ways that you could encourage your people, provide tools and information, ideas, guides, whatever, for them to put some things into practice, just serve their community. You've heard of servant evangelism, and that kind of stuff really makes a difference in, in small neighborhoods. For instance, you could you could tell your people to have an ice cream day, right? All they're going to do is just serve popsicles or ice cream, uh, you know, Showing love with no strings attached kind of idea. Or you could, if you have the equipment to do this, like we do, we'll set up our movie projector and uh, our screen in the front yard and invite everybody to come to a, not a drive-in, but a walk-in movie, you know, family-friendly. And if you want to have a movie with ice cream and invite Mark and me, we'll show up. Yeah, that's right. I mean, as long as you're close by. Yeah, we'll bring our families and everything. (laughs) That's right. We'll bring the whole crew. (laughs) That's right. Another practical tool that actually our family did in our neighborhood is we created an encouragement wall. We we actually wrote out some scripture verses and put them on our garage wall. And in our neighborhood Facebook page, we said, hey, we want to give the neighborhood some encouragement, some positive news. Come by and grab your encouragement card. And a ton of people did that. Yeah. Uh, the next time you do that, please let me know. I've got some encouragement I'm going to put on the wall. I'm going to put uh, free, take anything you want from our house, our lawn. Uh, just help yourself. Yeah, That's that what would I'm definitely do, be so. encouraging for yeah, some people. Yeah, so. um, I don't know. I don't want that kind of neighborhood. Just oh, saying. Okay. Okay. But, uh, and then another thing that, that we've done is we did kind of the reverse of that. We said, hey, is there something you want us to pray for? Uh, you either put it on you know, direct message or we had a little little box out in the, the driveway. A lot of people walk in our neighborhood and, you know, would put some prayer requests in that box. Just simple ways. And if you're a church leader or a pastor, it's a small way that you can give ideas and give permission to your people Absolutely. to actually reach their own neighborhood. Yeah, right now, I think we are all realizing this. Uh, maybe in theory we knew it was true, but now in practice we're seeing the reality that all the ministry does not take place within the four walls That's of right. the church. That's right. One of the greatest things we can do is free our people up to understand that they are being equipped to be missionaries in their homes, in their neighborhoods, in their communities, in their schools. And this is an awesome opportunity we have to act on that, to Absolutely. be intentional. Because who doesn't need some encouragement and hope right now? Who doesn't need to know that somebody cares about them, that somebody is praying for them or wants to, you know, just give them a little message of hope and doing something very practical. Uh, You know, like Mark said, being in your neighborhood or or having something maybe at your church, uh, a a movie night, social distancing and masks are recommended, of course. Of course. And uh, ice cream or, you know, something simple like that, a tangible real way to let your neighbors or your community know that you care, that you know, that you know, we're all in this together and that we care. Uh, There are some things that I've heard about or that we're trying to to do in our area. Uh, I I know we have people in their neighborhoods who are uh, opening their homes for uh, other parents who their kids are learning virtually for their kids to come over in their neighborhood and hang out there during the day because a parent's going to be home and they have Wi-Fi access and all that. So, you know, maybe it, it may be that one of you, you your your adults or parents or uh, somebody in your home can facilitate having some friends or, or somebody in your neighborhood over to, to, to do that. Uh, another thing. Uh, some churches in our area are hosting Wi-Fi hotspots. Yeah. Uh, they're they're kind of making an area of their church parking lot uh, visibly marked off, and a, uh, a Wi-Fi password is given to those who come because some people don't have access right. to to high speed internet. 
Um, uh, let me encourage you to think about this. Uh, some of us in our churches are a little bit more tech savvy than others. Maybe we can <laughs> offer some pointers or tips or help uh, to those parents or grandparents right. even who are trying to work their way through helping their kids with school right now, virtually learning. Um, uh, maybe, uh, maybe you could loan a device. Uh, what we did recently is we, we gave a couple of old tablets away that we don't use anymore to some people who didn't even have a device so that they can have something that they can participate on and learn and everything. So uh, another thing we're doing is we're talking to the local school systems. We're in touch with the principals and administration in our local school systems, and we're, we're letting them know, number one, we're praying for them. We understand that it's tough right now. Uh, just like us as church leaders, school leaders are in uncharted waters that's also, right. and they don't yeah. know what to do. It's just a, a, a day by day or a week by week plan that's constantly changing. So just offer them some hope and encouragement, and offer them a partnership. Uh, I know one of the things we recently found out is uh, the local athletic departments in our schools are really struggling right now. The booster clubs that normally have all of these fundraisers and they have ticket sales at ball games and concession sales, those are hurting. drying up. They're hurting. So. Maybe uh, purchase an extra ad in, in your local school's yearbook or a sign an, at the athletic field or something. Or just ask, is there something that we can provide right. for your athletes, a meal or uh, or something like that? You can help them out. So those are some practical things yeah. that we try to do. And, you know, I know a lot of you probably have you know, <clears throat> prayer walks and things like that. And some of you aren't doing prayer walks because of COVID. Um, our church did not. But, but we did. Uh, we had an organized prayer guide that we put out on social media. Uh, for the whole community to see, not just our church, uh, we also we also had a breakfast for the teachers yeah. that are actually having to be in in the classroom. Even though there's virtual school in our school system, they've got to be there. And so we we provided breakfast this morning, in fact, for our teachers and prayed over them. So small ways that you can make an impact on your community. Another thing that you can do as a as a church, as pastor, as a leader, is you can use technology. Even even if you're not a leader in your church, you can use technology to make an impact on people around you. Obviously, churches, you can have your services online. If, if you've been wanting to do that, you don't really how to do that or how to, don't know how to do it well, contact us. We would love to help you, Absolutely. you know, kind of walk through that process. But you can you can do things just on a personal level. Um, you know, some leaders that we've encountered gave us some ideas and we kind of ran with those ideas. And so one of them is uh, we, we have this this Annie and I partner together on this this thing we do weekly called Christianity Explored. It's about a seven or eight week deal. If you've heard of Alpha, it's kind of like Alpha, but it's a you know kind of an evangelistic. Not the approach. insurance agency. Not Alpha. the insurance. Yeah. That's right. As in the as spelling. in the, the Greek letter Alpha. And that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And uh, so it uh, it's a very practical way, and it's video driven and discussion driven. And so Annie and I have just put those videos over Zoom and had great conversations Absolutely. and made friends yes. uh, with people that we, we weren't friends with before. And so that's a really cool way to do yeah, that. Yeah, there are a lot of people searching for answers right that's now. Right. They're digging to see what Scripture has to say about the meaning of life and how to uh, deal with the struggles and, and the difficulties we're going through. A lot of people are, are even asking themselves big questions about eternity, and that's they right. don't know how to answer those. That's so right. it's a great opportunity to provide an uh an outlet for that and give people some encouragement, hope and, and guidance through God's word. Yeah. If you're like me, you know, you, you 
you're used to your routine and you come into contact with people that, that are outside the body of Christ on a regular basis, but then COVID kind of has, has disrupted a lot of that. And so a lot of what I've tried to do is is find new ways to interact with people, and that's one of them. And another way that, that I've done that is um, we had Warren Haynes on a podcast you know, a few weeks ago, and he gave me this great idea. So I decided just to put virtual meetings out there. Hey, my, my calendar's here. You want to sign up for a 30-minute just chat online with me, do that. And I've had several people do that. It's been awesome. Uh, you can actually do that really easily with Facebook. Facebook has meeting rooms now yeah. and you can make yourself available again. You know, don't try to, don't try to be too complex or too formal, just things that you can practically easily do that can make a difference. Yeah. There's another group of people who need our encouragement and need to know that we care about them. And that's our, our, our first responders, law yes. enforcement officials, um, our, our emergency personnel, fire departments, uh, whatever, whatever you have in your community, it can be a volunteer fire department. Yep. You know, it can be a part-time, um, police officer, you know, whatever it is, you have an outlet there to, to, to just love on them, you know, <clears throat> write a card, send them a little gift basket and let them know you're thinking about them praying for them because they need that right now. Cause right. things are crazy for them too. And, uh, listen, if our, our, our community organizations like uh, first responders and our schools, if they know the churches care about them, that means the world. Yes. And it, it makes our community better. That's right. Just like your neighborhood. If your neighbors know that you care enough to go across the street, uh, six feet, of course, you know, right. and masked preferably. Right. But if, if you're going to care enough to go across the street and ask how they're doing, ask how you can pray for them, invite them to an opportunity to watch an outdoor movie with you or enjoy a popsicle invite their kids to come and, and do something fun. That means the world. They they know somebody cares. That's right. And I think it's Mark Clifton that has said, your your church's zip code is not an accident. That's right. Your zip code is not an accident. Where God has put you to live and the neighbors he's put around you, that's on purpose. And God's given you that sphere of influence right now, especially, to be that's able right. to, to instill some hope and even have gospel conversations with people. That's right. So I guess the bottom line that, that we want to share with you today is that you can have an eternal impact. And look, you don't have to solve the world problems to do so. I think that's kind of what the weight is for us right now. It's like, oh, I've got to do something big and large and everything's big. But you can do something really tiny and small and easy and simple and have an eternal impact. So really, we just want to share that hope with you that God has used you, he is using you, and he will continue to use you as you take small steps. That's exactly right. Um, I feel I feel there are two things that give me comfort right now, knowing that I don't have to have all the answers for everything. Number one, God has all the answers. That's right. He's in control. That's right. Uh, I heard a pastor say a long time ago, this is kind of stuck in my head, but God never says oops or uh-oh. You know, <laughs> That's right. nothing ever catches God off guard. Um, has it ever occurred to you that nothing has ever occurred to God kind of thing? So, that's right. So that's one. God's sovereign. He's in control. The second thing is, uh, there's a group of people in your community probably solving the world's problems every day. Uh, we have a group of uh, senior adult men who meet in restaurants in our area about <laughs> six thirty right. or seven every morning, and, and man, they're solving everything. Right they got there. that taken so, care of. So, so between you don't have to worry the about God it. of the universe who is sovereign in control and those people who have all the answers for everything, you and I, man, we're off the hook. We're good. <laughs> That's so right. That's uh, right. But but seriously, anything you can do right now to just add value to somebody's life to add value to your neighborhood or your community or, and let your, let your church people know, like Mark said, they have complete permission 
to go and do these things. They don't have to come and ask permission from the church's leadership. Right. It doesn't have to be programmed or scheduled or announced. You can just be a good neighbor. So, That's it. Uh, and and be honest and let everybody know we don't have it all together. So That's right. I, th- I think one of the things that we might want to do today that's a little different is get a little engagement and interaction yes. from you guys. We thought maybe, all right, we've listed some things that we know of or we've done. We would love to hear from you guys. Yeah, we would love to hear feedback, ideas, thoughts from you. Maybe some things you've tried. Maybe some things you want to try. Uh, maybe some things you've seen online somewhere somebody else has tried. But we would love to hear from you. So we, we, we've got several ways you could probably do that. We want to steer you to one place so that we all share ideas in one place, and that is our Facebook page. That is Mark's phone number. Let me give that right now. <laughs> uh, yes, no, uh, our Facebook page. Uh, if if Andy were to give my phone number out, this would be the last episode of the Church Leadership <laughs> Podcast. So, uh, no, our Facebook page, you can go to Facebook and search Church Leadership Podcast. We'll, we'll be there. You'll find us. And we're going to go ahead and start that thread before this episode airs. So you'll you'll find that thread where you can put your thoughts and ideas. Yeah, share with us some things that you feel like that you've done in your neighborhood, your church has done in your community. Uh, some of the things we've talked about, maybe you're partnering with your school systems or your police department or uh, you're doing some things to, to help your neighbor. Just some practical things because this will help us, uh, right. not just... Uh, Mark and I understand. Like we said, we don't have all the answers. Some of you have greater ideas and are way more creative than we are. Uh, So we would love to hear from you. And just having a place where some people can go and check those things out, that's going to be a great resource for other people to be encouraged and to be helped. That's right. So thank you so much for joining us on episode 80. Episode 80. And we're just getting started, man. Yeah. We can't wait to see uh, what happens in the next 80 or Yeah, we've 80, got some great episodes. great guests lined up to be on the podcast pretty soon. I'm so excited about that. And uh, we can't thank you enough for sticking with us. And those of you who are new, thank you for joining us. And just like usual, we we have a goal. We have a goal for this podcast. And it's, it's what, Mark? It's to encourage and equip you to lead in the local church. So thank you for watching and thank you for listening today. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Church Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and even review our podcast on your favorite podcast listening app.